Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another Hard Truth with myself, David Vance, and Alana Mercer. Hi, Alana. Hi, David. So good to see you. Great, great to see you back as well. It, it's uh, it's lovely uh, to, to see you here. Uh, Alana, we have uh, action-packed 30 minutes to get through, to put the world to right. Um, but before we do that, just a reminder, of course, to our subscribers or to those watching, do make sure whether it's going up or whether it's going down, you subscribe to these hard truths so you get it when we put these things out. So if you can do that, uh, that'll be great. Uh, wouldn't it, Lana? If everyone who reads your column, everyone who does that, make sure. Yes, because we had on our last uh, podcast, it was on our abortion, um, we had about close to 18,000 and the subscribers remain the same. So I have no idea. Please subscribe, guys, on Rumble. Yeah, yeah. In fact, actually, I think that was our record-breaking uh, hard truth that we've done, Alana, the last one. Oh, so awesome. uh, we set our standards high, though. We've got to go above that one. So uh, listen, let's start off. We've got, we've got a couple of topics we want to get into. But before we do that, I wanted to show you an example of what I think, even by 2022, is stupidity of a scale that I can hardly even talk about. But I wanted to show it to you so you can tell me. Well, no, let me describe it. So if we bring it up on screen, if we can do that, um, this this was a tweet, and and this guy, this is this is a, a coffee shop in 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 Westmeath, which is a county in Ireland. This guy with look, Alana, Ukrainian fly says, I got this electricity bill today. How in the name of God is this possible? We're a small coffee shop in Westmeath. Green, in green grid. <laughs> look, 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 look at his bill. That, that's, that, that's roughly, that's, well, that's about $10,000, something like that. So, so look, Alana, here's my problem. He's bitching about the fact that his electricity's gone through the roof. And yeah, he He's using green, green electricity, that's what it costs. Yeah, doesn't it just? Doesn't and plus, it? it's filthy, David. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. I mean, this guy, Ukraine Avi, in his in his in his uh, in his Twitter heading. I mean, I wonder does Twitter just specialize in having very stupid people? It's hard to feel sorry for people that's stupid. That's all I would say. Don't know about yeah, you. Yeah. Well, there's no connection. They don't make connections, do they? They don't make connections between their bill and their beautiful theories about clean energy, which is really filthy and 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 gums up the environment. We do have fossil fuels as, as the cleanest, purest energy, and it's brought to market in the quickest way, which is what makes for such clean and efficient technology. Um, yeah. yeah, so... They don't get only, if only he'd make the connections, we might have political change. But that doesn't happen, does it, David? Doesn't, Alana. It's one of the things, you know, I mean, is when we chat about these things and these topics, the, the, there's a cognitive dissonance. And it's, it's across society. I mean, you know, that, that's just with regard to electricity and, and Ukraine. But it could equally be, you know, COVID jabs and liberty. It's everything. That's why everything. I, I have really, I don't know about you, I know you're, you're deep into the podca podcasting and doing splendidly with that. Uh, you had, you really scooped a few. You had Naomi Wolf on, et cetera. But mm -hmm. I just dissociate because having been in the thick of it for 23 years, I see no change. Everybody's hetzed up about the election cycle. Mm -hmm. Does anything change from one election cycle to the next are you freer? Are, 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 
are you more likely to have a uh, a future whereby your government doesn't carry 200 trillion in unfunded liability yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, is your border more likely to be secure no it was never secure so on and mm. so forth no no, no. Um, the, it's as the, though the political cycle began with biden and that's what republicans currently believe the, the, the only thing that changes between one election cycle to the next is things get worse. And I'm sorry to say it, but I, I think things get worse. People become more stupid uh, <laughs> and, and things become more, more dangerous. Now, that, that leads us into what I wanted to show you. So I wanted to, it's, very, it's great to have, to be able to talk about these issues to you because I wanted to touch on feminism because you mentioned the fact that I did have Dr. Naomi Wolf on with me and she's very good on the issues of the last couple of years, Alana. Yes, you know. she, she's the conservative du jour, you know, but I sent you a few links and I love her and I'm very honoured that she, she linked to me. Maybe she'll now dislink to me on, on LinkedIn, but, you know, I sent you a few links. She was She piled on Amos when he made a silly comment about um, that was perceived as racist and generally on the progressive side, other than COVID. Yeah, uh, my, 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 I, I'm very biblical in this, biblical on this, these matters. Everyone can be forgiven, Alana. In, oh, yeah. in, yes. in the Church of David, everyone, even the biggest sinner can be forgiven. Well, you're I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, but I'm also pretty forgiving, I know. I've met people who uh, bear grudges and, and uh, you yeah. know, Simmer in bile, but I'm not like that. If if you change your behavior towards me, if uh, you're kind and nice, I'm fine. See, I'm I'm, I'm exactly I'm exactly the same. I think that's a good. It's only it's only when you reenact those old cycles oh, of, yeah. of, of oh, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. those people in your family. Uh, if if they just turned turned a leaf and and uh, turned a page and were nice, you would be fine. Exactly. Well, to, well. On, on topic, I again wanted to start off by play, talk. Well, I want to talk about <laughs> the Finnish Prime Minister. Uh, What's the obsession with her? Please tell me. I don't understand. <laughs> you? What? I know. Yeah. I've got more about her, haven't I? Yeah. Well, Sana Sana Marin. That's Ooh, you name. men are obsessed with this woman. But well, I mean, she's 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 got some cool moves, and she was practicing her cool moves. And it turns out that this she's been fin the Finnish prime minister since 2019. She's been in the job for, uh, what, three years or so, whatever that is. And she's social democratic. So essentially a soft Marxist, basically, which they like up there. Sweden's the same, uh, Finland, Norway. They like their soft Marxism. And she, she's been in power. And elected democratically, presumably. Well, she got 17% of the vote. I think that what 17. kind of coalition do they have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, that's Alana. Yes, that's the point. What sort of coalitions do they have that you can become prime minister with 17%? But regardless, um, she, she got herself in, in the headlines, and it's really what I want to touch upon with you is it's more to do with the reaction to that. So, I've got a short clip, it lasts for I think maybe, maybe just a minute, two minutes max. Let's watch this together. And then, then we're going to talk about it, right? So, cue video. Here we go.
yeah. You promised, you promised short. <laughs> hey, listen, it went on for another 60 seconds. Don't give me that. I, I switch off by ask my husband. I have this knack for thinking my own thoughts and just humming and saying, yes, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Can I so control my lack of uh, concentration on that sort of well, I don't understand the the. Uh, how is she different? Tell me uh, from AOC or that sibilant uh, Christian Gillibrand or any one of our ladies in, or even uh, first daughter Ivanka Trump when she opens her mouth. Um, how is this woman in any way different? Someone elected her, pedagogues promote her, parents parents pr promote their girls to be this. This is the culture. I don't understand this. Uh, um, surprise over a party girl. She's 36. You elect someone like that. You promote them as the, um, you know, the, the last word in a female intelligence. This is what you get. Mm. But mm. why why this disconnect? Someone elected her. Some teacher told her she's the best. Someone gave her the best marks ever. She got into the best universities. She's got elected. And everybody's shocked that she is... She does what she does. She's got elected on the basis of that, surely. Tell me why you're so shocked and why is this an issue in the age of the idiot? Well, I mean, you, you kind of answered your own question. But um, the, the thing is, she is prime minister of Finland. Finland is in the process of joining NATO, have, thus removing uh, a, a, a long period of, uh, of neutrality. Um, so she's kind of in a political, her country is in a political crucible, Alana, um, which could ultimately end up, you know, uh, Russians did enter Finland before it could happen again. So it's, you know, she, it, it, she's in a, she's in a hot spot, let's put it like that. But she's, she's in the groove. And, and, and your analysis is spot on. But I just, honestly, when I, you, you talk, I mean, she's 36. Hillary Clinton's not 36. She might be 36 stone, but she's not 36 years old. Well, and, well, yeah, so what are we discussing, Hillary Clinton? So, so what we're discussing is, here's what we're discussing. Why are, why are some, such these women, these political women, so awful? Why are they so absolutely uh, just, I don't even know what the right word is. They are a combination of complete, um, in, in not substantial in any way, and I mean, you described uh, her as a party girl. It's a great description because she definitely is. Um, there's, there's no sense of. Uh, David, how is she different? Do you think AOC or um, no, I know that Ivanka Trump put on airs and graces um, after you know for, for a long while, but in substance, the woman is Barbie doll hair, you know, overbite, Botox, and mind-numbing banalities. This is womanhood today, and this is what's promoted. How is that woman different from Ivanka in terms of contents, in terms of thinking, in terms of, um, you know, level of abstraction of her thinking, AOC or any other political person uh, elected official in our part, in our uh, chambers? Well, okay. So, okay. How, how is she different? The answer is she's not, is she? She's not. I actually think I actually think that give give uh, England some time and you'll also produce someone like this because yeah. I I actually have um, I wrote an interesting uh, a column uh, quite a while ago it was about um, the G20 uh, in 2009 if you recall um, Theresa May was there and you had a little scene you might get it on YouTube 
with Theresa May and Christine Lagarde, the two women, we don't like their policies, but they are women of substance. They were born in 56, and I describe them. There is, uh, you know, they have these, uh, the pearls, the tweed, the gingham, the little, yeah. not quite the ten a penny humble Margaret Thatcher bag, but but that sort of attire. And they're deep in conversation. May is a graduate of of uh, Oxford before affirmative action, yeah. not, a, not an insubstantial woman. And Lagarde, you know, the French reject affirmative action despite the fact that we are pushing, pushing, pushing. So Lagarde certainly, um, she was the head of the IMF, I think. Yeah, she um, was, yeah. You and I, we hate the, the, the Fabian, um, we yeah. hate the European super state and we hate every single policy they promote, but these women are women of substance. Lagarde has four master's degrees, but she still was unable to get into um, uh, France's top university, even with all her abilities. So you have these two women in conversation and suddenly, lo and behold, during the G20 summit, not sure if you saw uh, this video in 2009, um, a big-bosomed, lanky woman wearing a Lolita-type frock muscles her way in between, and it's our Ivanka. And, oh, and she know. starts talking with, you know, the affectation and all the stuff going, and the male-dominated and women in politics, and you could just see these women, very serious, they were engaged in, in, in a, yeah. a discussion about, and Theresa May, whatever you say about her, I mean, she, she converses in the Queen's English, Compared to Johnson, she had serious intelligence. Well, of course. So, so you had this woman, Ivanka, dressed in her Lolita, 12-year-old uh, mm. uh, floral frock, muscle her way and start going on about women in politics, women in business. These women did not know how to respond. And I think it's a good juxtaposition of what you're asking. Here you have the old guard. We don't like their policies. They weren't ideal, but they were well-educated, tough ladies of the generation, of the Thatcherite-type quality. Right. And right. you have the new one, Ivanka, yeah. and the folly of the, of the two. You, you well, need to find that video. Let's, let's play. You mentioned Thatcher there. Let's just give everyone a five. I think it's a five-second clip, this one. So this should be okay for you, Alana. This, this was Thatcher in her prime at our best, if we can just play this, it's a little seven, seven very short video. Uh, to make any um, concession to the fact that you're a, you're a woman, do they? No, why should they? Why I mean, I don't make any concession to the fact that they're men. No. <laughs> they need it sometimes. Chastising. Yeah. Do you prefer working, working with men? Yes. Um, no. Um, you, she you did. Personality. She did. I agree. You work with with someone who is the right person for the job, and you don't really think whether they're men or women. Yeah, Alana, you saw exactly the same thing I did. She absolutely liked best working with men. Exactly. She was lying there, wasn't she? And wasn't that hilarious when she died in two thousand and thirteen? And you had these these panels in the U.S. on on the five these idiot women, uh, the Dana Perino and the and the, and the Kimberly Golf, uh, G-string, the big hair, the overbite, they were all claiming this individualist, this intellectual um, for womanhood. And she was, she preferred the company of men and she had that razor sharp bear trap of a mind, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
there's yeah. some other there's some other nice little quips. Uh, I remember um, one one of the the opposition member was saying to her um, how he despises every one of her domestic policies. To which she loved the parliamentary joust. To which mm -hmm. she answered, "The honourable gentleman knows that I have the same contempt for his socialist policies as the people of East Europe who've experienced them." Yeah. You know, she was as quick as anything, and. Do you remember she gave an interview to P Peter Mansbridge, and of course, uh, Canadian men, right or left, are absolutely miserable. Uh, you know, always uh, seeing the worst in every everything. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he asked her about her uncompromising style, um, Thatcherism's uncompromising style, and she leaned over and she she spoke beautifully. She said, "When you're starting a journey over the seas, you steer by the stars." Um, mm. that are always in the heavens. If you haven't any stars to steer by, then it's a pretty nondescript journey. Consensus doesn't seem to be a very good star to steer by. Oh, so I agree. Fire, fire and different, different uh, times, David. Different no? times. In fact, Alana, you did write a really good column on it. I think we have it here. We can show the column, Alana. Uh, this was... I mean, you saw the, the the heading is actually perfect. She was an individualist, not a feminist, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's a really uh, it was a lovely column, very, very, very fitting uh, epitaph, really. To uh, but you mentioned uh, the Thatcher. Uh, I, I remember Alana. I actually was in London the day that she died. You were. Uh, I was, yeah, and I remember the news came through round about midday. I, it was. I honestly was upset. I was really upset. I, it, I was. It, I was. It felt like something that mattered had gone. Something, yeah. something that, as you say, completely different to what we have now. Totally different. Uh, and of course, she was stabbed by her own party, by the way, and booted out by her own party, not the opposition. And but, but I remember her loss, as you say. Uh, you know, few rivaled her in parliamentary parliamentary joists. Yeah. She um, she was exceptional, uh, honestly, uh, and and she didn't see it as men and women. Although, but I agree, she loved men. She did. You can tell when somebody loves men. She did. Well, you know, most of my readers are men, so yeah. you know, when you hang mostly with men, I guess that's your natural. But I, I certainly love women who love my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a litmus test. <laughs> But 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 most definitely we've come a long way, Alana, from Margaret Thatcher to Sana Marin. I guess that's if I wanted to make a hard truth, the hard truth is somewhere over the last thirty years, uh, yeah, probably thirty years or so, um, something happened, and it, it, we now have these lightweight uh, marionettes who don't have any any depth of thought. Uh, and of course, oh, by the way, uh, Sana Marin, she's, uh, she contributes to the World Economic Forum. What a surprise. I never imagined that for one second. In fact, we've got her. Have we got a picture of, just to prove, I'm saying, there she is, lovely Sana. And she encourages new approaches to the work of work, social services, and gender equality. Just bring it up, Jed. Yeah, gender, gender equity. Sorry, beg your pardon. Gender equity. So from Margaret Thatcher to that. We're not go we're, we are not going in a positive direction, Alana. That's all I will say. Oh, and we, yeah. we can bring it. We can bring uh, it up. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't think we've done uh, Margaret Thatcher justice yet, uh, my friend. Um, Within Parliament, Prime Minister Thatcher had disavowed little Sir, Sir Echo. And it is quite fair to assume that she wouldn't have liked little Miss Echo either. No. She, re she really would not have been able to uh, relate to all these fake constructs of, uh, I don't, mm. I switch off when I hear about, what's that, um, transsexual, not trans, what are those, uh, intersection? Oh, interse intersectional. <laughs> I have to read them. Yeah, it's uh, intersectionality i sweet i still don't know what any of those things mean you don't need no nobody does the because people my, are talking brain about, does, my brain doesn't compute so yeah yeah she, so what what is so what, why why have you white men pushed the sort of women woman on us so i don't well i haven't i mean <laughs> I, I, I i'm still debating here's a controversial thing i'm still debating whether it was a good idea to give women the vote or not I'm not sure. There's arguments for it and against it. I no, think no, there's no arguments for it. <laughs> yeah, well, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a problem because because women vote on on emotion, and or a lot of women, not not all women. I asked my husband last night. Which I just thought I would, uh, you know, ex ask him a question. He he likes that occasionally. And I said to him, "Why do you think?" Because you asked me as well. Why do you think women? vote uh, left he said low intelligence <laughs> you can see why he and i get on <laughs> he said low intelligence i said um you mean i have low intelligence he said no you don't vote left uh, mm -hmm. and he said also um he he was quite he 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 speaks plainly i guess and he said uh tendency to vote with your vagina <laughs> emotionalism um yeah yeah. So if you were asking me why do women vote left? Yeah. Uh, maybe less propensity for for rational thinking. Yeah, which which is why there is this, I think there's a genuine argument that says giving given women the vote has set us back. Yeah, and I've I've said plainly that if if uh, women were denied the vote, I would certainly give up mine for the good of the mm. you know return to to um, to um, you know the, the 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 individual rights, private property, liberty. Because as you as you and I have discussed, all these um, cartels, the COVID cartel, the affirmative action, the drop the debt. There's no such thing as debt. These are all pushed by uh, female emotions, and some of the females have the Y chromosome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the females we really have to watch out for. Yeah, the Y chromosome ones. Yeah, <laughs> but it's very true. It, 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 and, and I think you know, it, it, it's something that um, is so destructive and so corrosive. And and Alana, you don't get that in places like China. You don't get that in Russia. You don't get it's it's strange. It's it, it's it's in the West. It's the West. And it's not good. It is because here is where we have promoted. Out of America have come these policies of, you know, I remember when in South Africa, it was in the early 90s when I read my first article in the Cape Times, it was about affirmative action. And I was reading this in horror. It was such a new um, mm -hmm. concept out of America. Here is this. And I remember the drip, drip, drip of these concepts. You choose someone not based on their um, aptitude for the job, but yeah. because they've been disenfranchised by the past, and very mm -hmm. good arguments for it in in the in the 
in the Cape, uh, the main Cape Town paper, these were things that were introduced to us via America uh, and all the NGOs that that came over to make us a proper democracy, a proper mm. Western democracy, because we were we were old school, you know. We we uh, yeah, in South Africa, yeah, Dutch Roman law, and it was pretty by, pretty much by the book, but. No, these things have come out of uh, the West, certainly, and certainly America, affirmative action. What other policies would have given us uh, Santa Marine? What's her name? Santa Marine. Mm -hmm. Santa Marine is her name. Lowering, I mean, low, lowering of standards, because there are brilliant women. Oh, yeah, oh right? no one disputes that. There absolutely are, and I'm delighted to be talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not going to miss that one, Alana. But, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have huge respect for lots of brilliant women, but exactly, exactly. in the political sphere, I'm I'm not sure there's too many uh, these days, if any. And uh, you, you know, and I think that's a problem. But anyway, I'm keeping an eye on time because I said I would. Um, I wanted to then move. So we 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 agree that maybe maybe the women, women shouldn't be given the vote, all things considered. But it's right. too late, right? It's too yeah. late. It's, it's too late. It is too late, unfortunately. Unless I unless I invent a time machine, Alana, and can go back to stop it and nip it in the bud. So you you raised a, a, a topic uh, with me, and there's a little clip we wanted to play of one of those nearest and dearest to Donald Trump during the time when. Oh, oh yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Whenever, and I think we we have got a little clip of it here, and we're gonna. Well, it's very interesting. Actually, funny enough, I think we must have seen it at the same time because I, oh, I, yeah, it was but, get, get her, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just we've got a little clip, video clip again, last one for about, about a minute or so or less. Um, I think we can hopefully play it now. Um, or it's, it's in the process of it's in the process of uh playing, it's not playing just yet. But this this relates to, yeah, you know, what one of the, there's a lot of truth coming out regarding what was happening and who was influential uh, at a given point, um, Alana. And uh, yeah, two Trumpsters were discussing what was it about? Two Trumpsters were discussing um, well, who who uh, brought about lockdowns because lockdowns happened under Trump. I hate to remind people, right? You we see we we can't be revisionists. This is the thing about our hard truths. We we shouldn't sh hold back from saying no. You're you're right. They did now. Mandatory vaccines didn't, but lockdowns did. And lockdowns, I think it's almost being universally acknowledged at this point, Alana, are considered to have been a very bad thing. But even well, if they were a wonderful thing, one of my first pieces that I wrote about COVID, very simple. I actually was the first one to write about the N95, uh, March 5, 2020. Yeah. The N95, you want to social distance, you cannot shut down businesses. Even if it is a wonderful thing, you cannot do that. It's yeah. against every tenant of our constitution, your ancient unwritten constitution. You cannot do that, even if it is. So let's not go into the scientism, whether it if we have empirical evidence, therefore we have to act. Um, uh, on yeah. So even if lockdowns were effective, you cannot do that in a free society. Yeah, well, I, 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 I think we're, we seem to be having a problem getting the video to play, Alana. So so let's just, just chat through it. So basically, the information is that, uh, that we know. It was a video about uh, Jared Kushner. Yeah, it was Jared Kushner, yeah. He's yeah. coming up with a lockdown idea. Oh, hang on. I 
think I think we're not we're in business now, Alana. Just Tucker, right. So let's get this straight. This decision, which wrecked life in the U.S. and all over the world, and eventually caused the loss of the presidency and the Congress, was made by a handful of well-connected tech entrepreneurs with zero experience in infectious disease, epidemiology, immunology, pandemic history, or anything other than management and business classes at the Wharton School with close Google connections. And they did this in cooperation with one named board member of Big Pharma that ended up making billions in profits from mandated vaccines that were forced on the American people. Also, Google made a mint. And Jeffrey Tucker joins us now. Welcome, Jeffrey. Good to see you again. Uh, thanks for focusing on this very important issue. Uh, the, the press conference, March 16th, who wrote the, the tiny print? I'm so fascinated by this. I, I have the transcription on the Brownstone Institute of what exactly happened. But, you know, the, the press asked Trump that day, they said, now you're recommending that people, you know, stay home and, and, and not go to bars and restaurants. So are you are you calling for, for bars and restaurants and all public venues, including, by the way, churches, to be forced to close? And Trump said, no, we're not. We're not going there. We're not going to do that. And at that very moment, Anthony Fauci interrupted the press conference and stepped up to the mic and said, "You need to read the tiny print on." The, and it's fascinating to me that you were in the room. I, I didn't know that. He said, "You need to read the tiny print. It's very small." He said at the bottom of the page, and it was indeed very small. And that's when it did, in fact, have the orders uh, to close you know, all places where people congregate, which would include your home. Now, what that tells me is that Trump probably didn't know that those words were on that piece of paper. Otherwise, he would have answered the question differently. But Fauci did know. In fact, those are the words that he uh, loved the most, but they were buried on the sheet. Now, by the time this order went out to uh, state health departments around the country, uh, the rest of the the page, which is all about washing your hands and you know, cleaning surfaces and things like that, the tiny print became the big print. And states all around the country said, okay, all bars and restaurants and places right. where people... Right. <laughs> More or less got it. Jared Kushner was in the room at that point. Jared Kushner... Uh, the obligation was on Trump to know. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea that Trump didn't know is is um, speaks of some sort of malfeasance. I mean, you know, the, every time conservatives come on television, it's to ex, to to exculpate um, their side of the issue. It happened under Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it it did. Uh, what do you think, David? Sorry, sorry. I'm just I've got a I've got a technical thing happening in the background here. Um, yeah, um, I, I did. Yeah, I, I, what I think is that Trump is a businessman um, of some renown. He would be on top of his brief, though, I think, Alana. So I would find it strange that he didn't know. Put it like that. Well, it, I, it's just, he had the duty to know lockdowns happened under him. Case closed. Let's stop exculpating and saying that it wasn't his administration's fault. And the, and the lockdowns have been devastating all around the world. In the U.S., in the UK, uh, hugely. The same thing is the riots. I mean, suddenly the riots have become only the the, the purview of the dem of of democratic cities. But when Trump sent in the um, national guard, it was only to safeguard federal buildings. Yeah, you know, little people like us 
we were forsaken. Take your chances. Yeah, you take your chances. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree, Alana. You know, it, it, it is disturbing, um, some of the things that happened back then. Uh, but having said that, I mean, Trump's to blame, uh, but so is Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci's to blame. Jared Kushner's to blame. There's lots of blame to be handed to be handed on. And, and the idea that the conser all conservatives are talking about now, uh, occasionally when I do watch uh, Tucker alone, is um, we need to um, reconstitute the CDC. We need to restructure this. Absolutely nothing about a bullet in the head of these people or Nuremberg trials. Nothing. Mm. You mm. know. I mean. Mm. There's mm. no accountability. It doesn't. It's not something we speak about in our vernacular. Yeah. Crime, crime and punishment. You killed people off. You killed their businesses. You killed their lives. You uh, caused suicides. Mm. There is absolute. I don't know even England. There is any talk about accountability. I say Nuremberg trials. Oh, I and I say Nuremberg trials as well because is your media, your conservative media, talking at all about accountability. No. no. No, they're not. They're not. They, it's just down the memory hole. It never happened. Let's move on. I, I mean, again, I, I want to wrap this up, Charlie. But but just as a for instance, I'll give you an example of the sort of stuff that's going on even today, literally today. I saw a thing on the National Health Service website, two simultaneous documents, Alana. The, the latest one from, from today, I think, or yesterday, saying that there was no reassurance for pregnant mothers that they would be safe to take the Pfizer vaccines and that breastfeeding mothers should not take the Pfizer vaccines. It's on the National Health Service website. At the same time, on the same National Health Service website, it recommends that all pregnant mothers and breastfeeding mothers take the Pfizer vaccine. And for two years, we've been telling them that. Where's the malfeasance in that? Two years, all those mothers, all those babies. And, and you know, it's the same in the States as well, Alana. You know, uh, Nuremberg gallows is all I think. That's the only way this would end. Absolutely uh, no talk. And by the, the people running for, um, you know, the November elections, I don't hear anything about. Because why? Why, David? Because you and I discussed this during COVID. Conservatives were complicit. They would prance on to, from the green Tucker's green room to the set. They would prance on and say, "Oh, I'm on the side of the angels. I've had my jab and booster, but I support you mouth breathers as well." That was the the official line from conservatives. That was exactly the official line. Everybody had their jabs. Nobody supported the natural rights, bodily autonomy, as Glenn Greenwald alluded. Yeah. A liberal who's always been on the on, yeah. on the right side of speech of against the deep state um, bodily autonomy. There was absolutely no talk. The conservatives, let us remind our viewers, uh, supported your right to refuse the jab based on natural immunity alone and based on religious reasons, mm. not based on your self ownership. Never. Body. So yeah. of course they're not discussing accountability, and none of their um, candidates are doing the same. Of course, there was there was DeSantis who did magnificently. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I want to ask you something, DeSantis and um, Miss no Governor Noam from South Dakota, who those were the only governors that really did well and stood up for rights. 
And when I look at what DeSantis does, he is very, very familiar with with the individual rights, constitutional rights, and the various workings of government. He's really working it well. The Trump camp, answer me this, David, tell me, why is the Trump camp so against him? Because he's such a competitor, that's why it's 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 dog eat dog. I mean, it seems to me that for 2024, there's only the two choices: there's Trump or there's DeSantis. There's um, only one choice. You don't want to see Kushner and Ivanka in there again. But but in reality, it's going to be Trump. It's completely going to be Trump. It is really it? is. Yeah, I, I do think so. Yeah. Um, but be it good or bad, and, and by the way, going back a second, I, I know we want to wrap up, but just to say, a lot of conservatives, Republicans, I remember they all exulted in Operation Warp Speed, you know, to get to get these jabs out as quick as possible, and which 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 With no I, longitudinal studies, what's no studies, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so that that's something they're very quiet about, and they get very upset when you bring that up, but. But, but I think if, if we haven't had operate, we should have had Operation Zero Speed. They should, these things should have been stopped dead in their tracks. Instead, well, we've seen all the deaths and all the rest of it. So, yeah, it, it's funny, Alana, be it the right or be it the left, they're not very keen to look in the mirror. And I guess one of the things that you do, and in my own way I try to do, is we hold up mirrors. And, and, and inevitable people people don't like that you know and they don't like the people who are holding up the mirrors and saying operation warp speed bodily autonomy whatever it is that whatever side it is they, they, they react very bad to, it. Right to the federal the federal government stop um, you know the, the mayhem in in various cities uh, where people's businesses were getting uh, mm-hmm. burned down if the local government doesn't do it the federal government has to do that Um you know, you don't, the right to life and, and liberty and property are immutable. They are not rights that have to be purely enforced by by the states. And no. that was an interesting, if you recall, that was an interesting debate round about when they killed Terry Schiavo. I think I was the only libertarian who called it, with, together with Dr. Says, uh, Thomas Says, mm-hmm. uh, darling Dr. Dr. Says, um, you know, who called it absolute murder. But conservatives were debating, is it a state issue? Is it a federal issue? And it was the only time I actually thought Bush was wonderful because he said, murder is murder. Yeah, that must have been, that must have been remarkable. That was probably the only time then Bush ever said anything. That murder was right. murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's remarkable. Based on federalized <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, dispensation. Alana, we've come to the end of our section and I don't want to extend it any longer. There's stuff I'd love to talk to you about and we can maybe do it in future hard truths because since we last got together, we have this energy crisis which is causing rampant inflation, causing energy, certainly in Western Europe, to become unaffordable. You're going to have all the Western economies collapsing. And I'd love to talk to you, talk it through from a first principles basis. So I'd like to do that. But we don't have time to do it tonight. So we'll just tease people with that, shall we? That we will, we will promise you, we will come and and talk about that because it's dominating the news agenda here in the, uh, in in, in Europe anyway. And, uh, you know, it's obviously going to impact. I also want to hear from you, David, how. Tell me how in logic, how in reason do Republicans, I know that every single Republican says all that is happening under Biden stops with us. How 
if this is a cumulative process and all this rot has happened under both for decades, the open border, how does that stop? Because under its de facto law that every single person who presents himself at the border has to be processed instead of booted. Republicans have accepted that as de facto law. Democrats have. How does that change when Republicans come to power? How do we reverse a a 30 trillion uh, debt and uh, 200,000 unfunded liability debt? How how do Republicans reverse that? Inflation. On and on. Those are great discussions to uh, to be had on Hard Truth, Alana. And we'll again, we just dangle that for everybody. Make sure you come back and listen to us because we will talk about that. Some profound, profound points about that, Alana, which I'm tem- I don't want to get into. But uh, yeah, what we're saying, you and I, David, is don't raise your hopes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert, it doesn't end well. Right, folks, it mightn't end well, but we're ending now. So, look, thank you all very much for tuning back into Hard Truth. It's lovely to have Alana with, uh, with me again this evening. Thank you, Alana. Thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you next time around. Bye for now. Bye-bye.